My body is a road map of pain. Metal speak. Jared, how you doing? Good. Well done on the uh, the door of the Explorer clip. Oh, nice. That yeah. was good. That was, yeah, like that was that. your idea. Thank you. Good idea. <laughs> <laughs> That's what that was. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Had to tie in something with a map, right? The map of metal. <laughs> Jared, you look a little tired. How you doing, man? Uh, yeah, I'm all right. I was uh, <clears throat> just running errands today. Actually, I had kind of a weird encounter uh, that I wanted to share with our listeners. I was uh, wearing my uh, my aborted shirt today to the uh, to Walmart, and the girl was kind of staring at me, and I was like, "Is there something wrong?" And this is the the, the checkout gal. So, is there something wrong? And she says, "What does your shirt say?" I said, "It says aborted," and she just kind of kept staring at me. And I said, it's a band. I wasn't aborted. It, it's okay. It, <laughs> it's not a label. <laughs> it's, not, it's not a label. <laughs> and she's like, she's like, I know, I know. I was like, I just, you know, you look, you looked a little confused about the process. I just wanted to make sure that we were, we were cool. And she just gave me this look like, shit, I work at Walmart. I do science. <laughs> like she was insulted. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> so that's what I did today. <laughs> Speaking of them, real quick, that's the guy, the singer from Aborted, that's in uh, Sy- uh, System Divide, correct? Yep. Or, uh, yep. I was just listening to them like a couple weeks ago again. Nice. So, and uh, Cody, how you been, man? Oh, not too bad, I guess. You know, just sucking up this stupid wildfire crap we're having around here. You too. <laughs> yep. What did you say earlier? It's Armageddon. That guy was. That guy was right. It, it's going to happen in October now. Yeah, we've just had, the first you know, signs. <laughs> well, if you figure, if if he thinks, okay, let's do the math here. If he's saying that the the Earth is going to be consumed in a fireball by October twenty first, maybe this is just the start of the spread. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's going to take like six months for the fire to actually get all the way around the globe. I think the guy's onto something. <laughs> yeah, we better make these. Like the- the worst tornado outbreak in the history of America. I mean, <laughs> yeah, we better make these last few episodes of Metal Speak count, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> Cody, I don't mean to put if you on the. If that's the if that's the case, I want to apologize in advance for all the gay stuff. <laughs> nah, whatever. <laughs> it comes with the territory. <laughs> Cody, I don't mean to put you on the spot, but you mentioned uh, earlier in the week you you picked up some of the uh, old indestructible noise command stuff. Do you mind? Uh, just sharing your, your your thoughts about that. Curious. Oh yeah, yeah, it's sure. It's it, it's definitely different than the new stuff. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. It it kind of reminds me of like old carnivore. It's got that you know post hardcore kind of punkish fun vibe to it. You know, there's a uh-huh. lot of choruses and it's it's definitely 80s. I will say that much. Cool. 
Hold on, yeah, but I'm gonna have to. Yeah, it's 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 not bad stuff. It's you know, if you listen to their new stuff first, don't expect it to sound like that. It's yeah. definitely far different. But good for late '80s. Oh yeah, definitely. Cool. Yeah. Right on. Okay, well this uh, this episode should be good. We're gonna be talking with uh, Joe Tiberi from is it Machina or Makina? I think it's Machina. Okay, we're gonna find out. We'll double check. <laughs> Question number one. Um, and then also, we're going to be talking to Patrick Galbraith, who's one of the creators of the Map of Metal website. And um, if you're listening to this, chances are you've seen it already. It's incredible website that kind of shows, you know, visually the history of sort of metal since the 70s, really. So the genealogy. Yeah. It's really like a family tree. Yeah, yeah. It's very cool. So we're, we're going to talk to that guy all the way from Australia. He's taking, he's taking time out of his lunch break to talk with us. So that's awesome. Nice. Hell yeah. Um, and then we're we're gonna see uh, we're gonna see who's sending us metal. We got a couple of things to check out from people that emailed us. But uh, first, let's get in here. What's uh, what's coming out? What's coming out uh, this Tuesday, June seventh, Jared? Okay. Uh, well, we got the first uh, Joffer Cowboy EP, uh, Gloom. This one's limited to twenty five hundred copies. You can actually only order it on Metal Blade's website. So the only other way to get your hands on it, um, if you want it right away, is going to be digitally. So iTunes or you know, e-music or any, any of these others, because uh, they're not putting it in stores, which is kind of weird. But whatever. It is weird. Uh, we've also got the new Morbid Angel Illa Divinum in Sanus. Uh, we got Origins Entity, Arch Enemies, Chaos Legions, The Soulless, which I fucked up the last time, but we definitely have a confirmed release date on this one. Uh, Isolated should be out Tuesday. Uh, Tombs, which is kind of a post-metal band on Relapse, their Path of Totality is coming out. Engineer, which they're kind of a metallic hardcore band uh, on black market activities, so the same label as Fit for an Autopsy and some of the, and uh, Danza, some oh, of those cool. others. Uh, Crooked Voices, that one's been a long time coming. I think their last album came out like in 06 or 07, so huh. it'll be uh, good to hear back from those guys. And then Cerebral Boars, uh, Maniacal Miscreation, so kind of curious about, about that one, because we get a lot of emails from Earache about them. So yeah. Like, like the December, January time frame. And I know they've already done a couple tours, or at least one tour this year on our side of the pond. I think they're from Scotland. They're Scotland or Ireland. So, cool. Pretty good stuff there. Right on. Let's, uh, you know, of all those, the one that I'm I'm looking forward to mostly is Morbid Angel, only because uh, it's been a while. I'm, I, I, I got into them late. Gateways was like the first album that I got into. and uh, But I loved it. And I actually liked Heretic. And I'm, I don't know. I've seen them. Um, two or three times and just totally won over both times and I don't I don't I don't know I'm looking forward to it but I know um, there's kind of a lot of like controversy I guess it's kind of different and Cody I think you had a chance to listen to some of it already is that right yes I, I gave it you know a listen to in its entirety on YouTube and a lot of people have been bashing it because it's different and let me tell you little fucktard something have a more diverse taste in fucking music <laughs> it's still it's still metal and if you assholes, you know, actually listen to Morbid Angel, you would know they are different every fucking album. Well, there you go. And it's been eight years, so, I mean, obviously they're going to be quite a bit different, right? I guess? <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, granted, there's two songs on there, Too Extreme and Radicult, that I'm like, all right, guys, now this is a shit sandwich. Radicult? <laughs> really? Yes. That's a song title? I mean, it, it sounded like wow. fucking 
post-industrial metal bubblegum pop music and i was just like okay this is overkill (laughs) but when they're not fucking around it sounds like you know domination covenant day morbid angel with a little industrial thrown in it wasn't bad oh cool yeah i'm gonna check it out one way or the other you know i mean yeah you know dave vincent when he wasn't in morbid angel he was in you know, another little Florida industrial goth band called the Jenna Torturers, and I'm sure a lot of that influenced his stuff that he's doing nowadays. That's his wife, I know isn't he's, it? Yeah, he's always been into the industrial stuff, his and wife. Trey even, you know, pretty much said something about when they made Formulas Fatal to the Flesh, yeah, it's got no industrial. I don't like that stuff. I guess he's eating his words now. Huh. Well, there you go. So it'll be interesting when uh, when that comes out. I'm sure we'll talk about it on a future episode some more. But yeah, thanks for, for taking the listen, Cody. I mean, yeah, is it the best album of 2011? Not by far, but it's not the shit sandwich everybody's making it seem to be. It's well, people, good. People like Hitler? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I forgot about that. Yeah, if you haven't seen that, uh, find Jared on Facebook or even just, just Google just, uh, Hitler. Just go to YouTube. Hitler reacts to New Morbid Angel. Oh, so hilarious. I love those. I love those videos. The first one I saw yeah. was like the Dallas Cowboys or something, but there's so many of those now where, you know, it's, it's what, do you know what movie that's from? The original I, footage? Yeah, I have no idea. And it, it's I, just, uh, I, I think it's from, uh, Inglorious Bastards. No, it's not. Yeah. It's older it's than not. that. Yeah. It's a little oh, older it is? than that. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, so people just take liberties with the subtitles. So it's, you know, Hitler freaking out in German. And like, you know, I've seen one about like Rebecca Black or he's going off on like, how can this shit be popular? And like Justin Bieber and stuff. I, I, if you're I, Justin Bieber fans, leave my room right yeah, now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think the first time I saw it, it was like, uh, I think it was Hitler reacts to Nine Inch Nails canceling the last five dates of their tour or something like that. Oh. And that one was really funny. That, that was the first time I saw that, but. Yeah, the second one I saw was the Rebecca Black one, and yeah. I think I posted that because it was just fucking yeah, it's so hysterical. Good. It's so good. Awesome. All right, so that's that's this Tuesday. What about next Tuesday? It seems like next Tuesday, the 14th, is going to be kind of slow. Yeah, it's going to be kind of light. Really, the only one that we got of note is uh, Fair to Midland's Arrows and Anchors. Um, all of our listeners should be familiar with them by now. So progressive uh, rock metal band from Texas that totally rocked our socks off here uh, in March when they were up, out here with Periphery. So, yeah, should be good. Really looking forward to that one. Sweet. Alrighty. Well, let's uh, let's check this this stuff out that was sent to us. This first um, band is called Aurora, and um, they sent us a few tracks. Let's just check out this one, Entombed in Glass. Let's see how this goes here.
I'm I'm enjoying that. You guys? Yeah, I, I like it. It's good stuff. Uh, you know, I like I like the keyboards in there. And I this this sounds like and it's funny. I was just looking at the uh, Daigle had the uh, press release part of the promo package that they pulled out. They mentioned that they they've been working with Winds of Plague. To me, this sounds like what Winds of Plague would sound like if they could actually write a song. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you know, instead of just like a series of breakdowns and, you know, you know, building up to, you know, nothing. Yeah, that that intro was sweet, kind of long, but like, nice payoff when it all came in. Yeah. The uh, guitar tone seemed a little, maybe a little low, kind of money, but the uh, the pinches were sweet, man, the... The two guitars and the pinch harmonics kind of a little bit yeah, I, off. I like you know. I like the pinch harmonics. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, good. the guitar guitar sounded a little uh, chunky. Yeah, it was good stuff. Um, what else did they send us here? How about uh, what's this one? Uh, New order for an ancient civilization. Guitar tone, yeah, that's uh, that's like my only complaint. I think is just kind of yeah, a little I'm, weird. I'm I'm digging those guys. They got potential. They're, they're a little gentier on the guitar tone. It sounds like. Uh, yeah, I don't know. For me, it just it almost there's it just seems like there's like this muddiness to it. I think, and maybe like it's just like too much low end or something. But maybe. Wow, yeah, that was good stuff. Um, what these guys are from like West Coast? It looks like they're from Vegas. Oh, from Vegas. Yeah. Uh, yeah. desert metal. <laughs> desert metal. <laughs> <laughs> and um what does this say it looks like they caught the attention of sumerian records so sweet yeah we'll be um right checking up on these guys as as more comes out should be cool yeah sweet stuff, man. yeah thanks for sending that to us dudes um all right well let's let's keep going here this other band that i I'm assuming they know Eric. They're from Greece. They're called uh, Ever Failed. I'm assuming they know Eric. He's over there. I'm assuming they're like friends on Facebook or something because after we posted our review, they hit us up. So I, I haven't listened to this yet. Ever Failed? I'm, I'm like, wow, that's to put fail in your name. Like, I don't know if that's a good or bad thing, but we're going we're gonna to find out, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, let's hope it's not an epic failure. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um... Let's just, uh, Cody, give me a number between one and four. Two. Okay, this is a track called Amnesia.
guys that's pretty good shit yeah <laughs> yeah totally i've and first thing guitar tone you could you know huge difference from aurora that's kind of what i'm talking about like that they're just kind of more uh mid-range in the guitar tone so it you know kind of stands out a little bit more. but yeah fuck that opening riff holy shit yeah, oh sweet <laughs> yeah big fan so that's that's awesome uh they got this other one here the um flaming mass of pain <laughs> it's an instrumental i'm curious I'm curious, let's see what this is like.
Wow. No, yeah, I'm enjoying I'm digging, that. I'm digging that too. Yeah, that uh, chorusy guitar was pretty sweet in the middle there. That's I kind of like the bass intro, the you know plickety 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 kind of hollowed out bass yeah. guitar. Hell yeah, sweet. So um, must be a like iron ironic thing, I guess, with putting the word fail. <laughs> Not only fail, but ever failed. <laughs> in your band name because yeah i would say that uh definitely not failing they are winning they are winning right now yeah you should change your name to ever succeeding <laughs> or ever tiger blood <laughs> nice not really don't do that <laughs> i want to check out one more here this is called no more really like enjoying this guy this stuff yeah it's like well, why am i reminded of death clock in that song all right <laughs> is it the vocals i guess it, it, the music too it just sounds like something they would do yeah 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 i can hear that well in that first song amnesia uh the vocal delivery kind of reminded me of uh vehemence do you guys remember vehemence Yep. Yeah, vehemence. Yeah. Yeah. However you pronounce it. It's vehemence. <laughs> Their <laughs> last one that they did, "Helping the World to See," or I think, seriously, one of the best albums like ever. Yeah. I just went back to that a couple weeks ago, and man, I forgot how good that thing is. Um. Anyway, but yeah, the the vocals kind of reminded me of that. But in this one, it's it's like it's quite a bit different here. Anyway, so you know. Like they got some range and variety. I like it. Me too. The, that's all. There's. It's. It's just a four-song EP that they sent us called Biological Order. So, um, we just checked out most of it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's. He sent us a four-song EP. We do a two-category review. <laughs> yeah. And this one, we're grading it on artwork and production. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. But if we, if we were, uh, yeah, no, <laughs> um, yeah, I have no idea what I was gonna say. Self-produced and well, they did a good job, like production-wise. I, I'm, I'm a fan, especially like, like compared to the Aurora stuff, which wasn't bad. But the guitar tone was just, you know, I mean, you can, you can hear it clearly. You know, let's just real quick, let's just go back to that Aurora. Uh, where the fuck did I put that? Um.
nice timing, by the way, on uh, <laughs> cracking that soda open, Jared. But yeah, you can hear the, uh, you can hear it. It's just you know, kind of. Well, you know, and to be deep. fair, I mean that you know that that guitar tone with Aurora, that's pretty much what you're hearing a lot of the deathcore bands. Anyway. Yeah. It's that kind of paper thin. You know, Low. Yeah. They're kind of relying on the on the bass to thicken it up, you know, yeah. versus you know having that really kind of gut rumbling low end. Yeah, and then compared to this, there's so much like more mid range just kind of yeah. chunking in there. So. Yep. Anyway, well, cool. I like it. We'll be keeping our eye out for the more from uh, both those guys for sure. Two good bands this time. Yeah, sweet. Score. All right. Well, let's see here. Um, I think we're going to take a quick break here. And when we come back, we'll be chatting with uh, Joe from the band name to be pronounced later. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck! It. Yeah. It's the Derpo Bang Hour with Bang Hour. Take two. <laughs> Okay, so I have with me the host, book on CD. It's written by Stephanie Meyer, who wrote all the Twilight books, which are no. huge and right now. And, and it's being read to you. It's going to be read to me. I'm via CD. Yeah, which I haven't actually. Do you know started. what it's about, sir? Yeah, I read. I read the book. It's a great book. I liked it better than Twilight. What? what it's about. It's about. It's about aliens that. <laughs> all right so let's see what about we got fit hey you metal freaks this is eric barat from the indestructible noise command and you're listening to metal speak hello hey joe what's up guys what's up this is daigle not much hey joe it's jared what's up, this is cody Man, there's a lot of you guys. We're, tri we're triple teaming you. Oh, no. <laughs> that could be bad. What's going on, guys? Another man. What are you doing? Uh, aimlessly sitting and playing on the internet, as nice. always. Nice, nice. Yes. Cool, man. Well, uh, thanks for thanks for joining us on this. I uh, first off, I have to ask you because we're we're kind of stuck on this. How do we, how do we pronounce the band's name? Is it Machina or Makina? It's actually Mechano. Mechano. And, uh, were, damn it! <laughs> None of us were right. <laughs> we were putting the no. emphasis on the wrong syllable. <laughs> Every uh, it's a it's a common uh, issue. We get that a lot, especially um, live. But uh, it's it's okay. It's it's we're we're used to it now. Nice. Cool. So it's Mechano. Mechano. Yes. Cool. Duly noted. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. So yeah, man. Just. Uh, if you don't mind, just for a quick second, just kind of give us a little uh, history on the band, uh, how long you guys been around, what you've been up to here lately. Sure. Uh, well, the band started in uh, 2004, David Holch, uh, the singer. Um, we met in high school, freshman year. We started uh, talking about doing bands. Not, neither of us played any instruments or anything, um, and uh, we just kind of wanted to get into doing some kind of music. And uh, it's, been a, it's been a long... Uh, Every year, it's we a lot gets done and uh, we go through a lot. But uh, you know, Dave, uh, Dave and I have been kind of the um, front runners in the band. We were the only two original members left. Um, we've actually gone through, I think, thirteen members. Holy shit! Wow! Wow! Yeah, it's uh, 
we're I yeah, that's a whole other story by itself. But we've uh, we've been uh, we've gone through a lot of a lot of the band drama, and uh, it's been uh, especially through high school, college, all that stuff. It's it's hard to keep it going. But we've uh, we've finally found the flow, especially with this last album. We got the flow down pretty well to how we uh, how we work and how we record, write, and so on and so forth. But yeah, I mean, pretty much we we decided that uh, about two years ago that we really wanted to um, see what the genres were that we were really encompassing and try to maximize them to the uh, to is uh, to another level. And it's it's. I don't know if anyone can actually reach that kind of. We're, we're really stubborn guys, really. Uh, um, uh, I don't know what the word would be, but you know, we 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 don't really actually. Dave and I are different in terms of uh, how we go about writing and recording and going through that. Uh, Dave's very musical. Um, I'm slightly more political, and it's a good mix with. Uh, with how it comes together and uh we we don't really actually i don't personally listen to a lot of metal anymore which is kind of weird but uh a lot of other outside genres affect uh how we write and um how we go through that whole thing so i mean overall uh we've we've tried to uh do our own thing and not be uh, uh, not try to take too much from outside genres because uh, we're we're really against trying to be too uh, cookie cutter, so to speak, or uh, be labeled as just one thing. You know. Sure. You know, as far as the writing goes, and I think I just I was kind of looking through my my Facebook news feed and saw a link that you put up to a blog that you mentioned that this latest album was kind of a kind of a narrative, or you kind of wanted it to run like a film score. Can, yeah, can actually, you kind of take us to that um, process and how that came together? Yeah, the the uh, for F, in two thousand five we released uh, the Assembly of Tyrants album, which was our first full length. Uh, we were nineteen, twenty years old, and you know, first full lengths are always all over the place. Um, after we released an EP, uh, which was kind of like a remix album of uh, Assembly of Tyrants. Um, I started trying to figure out another <clears throat> more obnoxious way to make my life more difficult, so to speak. <laughs> um, I, I, writing writing a metal song can actually just be pretty simple if it's just just about the music. You know, if you kind of got the vibe of you know instrumentation, so to, uh, song structure and all that stuff, you um, it's you can you can. You can make songs pretty quickly, but I, 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 it's slightly masochistic, uh, so to speak. But uh, I thought, what can we do to make our lives more difficult? And uh, what we uh, decided to do is actually, um, before we even actually started writing the album, we uh, were making almost like a script for like uh, a movie. And it wasn't, um, it wasn't, you know, 400 pages long or anything but it, the concept was there so we um, we uh, actually decided to make a whole storyline for the album Conqueror and we decided to be to make it even more difficult to actually make a sequel album which we're going to be starting uh, quite soon nice. and just like a movie sequel and kind of tie them in together cool so what's the kind uh, kind of give us a storyline behind Conqueror sure uh, well the <laughs> The uh, part of the political aspect of uh, what we wanted to do is 
the storyline is actually based the we're very much um um, especially with our single Andromeda, if you uh, if you read the lyrics, you can kind of get an idea of where we stand uh, politically and uh, over the overarching aspects of, of the music, which is uh, religion is actually quite a bit. We, Dave and I talk a lot about that because we wanted to go after that um, concept, but we didn't want to do it in a stereotypical fashion because metal bands have done that for decades. Um, and... Um, what the whole storyline in Conqueror was, uh, Conqueror actually has two meanings, and uh, we wanted to put it in more of a physical aspect and a more uh, a macro aspect, and uh, pretty much it's the confrontation. Um, it's a it's a meant for like a futuristic, you know, twenty, thirty, hundred years from now, kind of taking what's going on in the world right now and uh, foreshadowing a possibility, and um, it's very much uh, tied to the Islamic issues that we're dealing with and the Christian issues that we're dealing with and also the um, atheist issues that we're dealing with and uh, we're very much on the side of the atheist um, issues and we're always kind of stuck in between and uh, the concept of conquer in a very summary aspect is uh, you know the world is divided up into two super nations one is uh, an Islamic kind of um, land-grabbing mentality and uh, the Christian aspect is based off of like a hyper-capitalist um, conquering uh, form and, and those two sides are at war with each other and the beginning of Conquer gets the um, is actually uh, the fallout that happened right after um, a nuclear impact um, in the Middle East and there's a lot of vague details within the songs um, that kind of give that impression um, but Conqueror also, Conqueror is tied in with that conflict of both both of those sides uh, fighting, but the macro a aspect is actually conquering religion as a whole and moving uh, human human civilization forward without that uh, without that obstruction, so to speak. So Conqueror actually has multiple meanings. It's really I could I could go on and on for an hour or two about the concepts of the album, but Overall, it's a very um, aggressive anti-religious album, and the the the, the tie-in is going to be uh, to the next album going to be slightly different, but it's going to be tied in overall. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, we're totally okay with that. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad. Um, what was I going to ask you? Um, would. As far as like the instrumentation goes, I mean, you get some pretty heavy orchestral elements. I mean, do you guys are you guys actually like working with a chamber group on that, or is it all is it all? It's, it's actually um, it's actually all done at my studio. We actually have um, it's all software based, and we've it's been a very large learning curve for us because we've never done it before. If you listen to anything before Conqueror, it was all on like uh, you know we did everything on a Korg Triton keyboard, and then we've we got. Um, we utilized a lot more of the new MIDI um, software out. That's quite phenomenal uh, when you when you really know how to work it. So right now, but between Conquer and and Andromeda, there's been a or the orchestrations changed because we've we finally figured out how to do it right and do it more uh, realistic. So yeah, everything's actually uh, digital and uh, it's it's 
it's a lot cheaper than <laughs> yeah <laughs> I bet. That, well, that, it sounds fucking phenomenal i mean it's, you know especially on andromeda like it's just very very overpowering very uh you know grandiose yeah that's what we it. went for we we always try to uh outdo ourselves every every project and which is another form of uh that it's another way of us to or another way for us to um make our lives difficult is uh, <laughs> trying to top ourselves because we, we we hate uh hearing bands that hit that peak and then start falling off um as they keep doing projects it's 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 kind of depressing so we we're doing our best not to do that sure yeah it seems like um well i get you know as far as like influences go i mean it, it seems like there's there's a there's a pretty big uh, fear factory imprint on, on at least on this one at least it sounds like you know the, with some of the strings and some of the conceptual stuff uh, with what they were doing with obsolete but like what other influences would you guys cite well we we do get a lot of um uh we do get a lot of correlation between uh, mechanon and fear factory and uh, to a certain degree uh, that's a compliment i mean th those guys are have done a lot um i don't really i don't really cite them too much when I write. I, the, 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 the kick drum and rhythmic guitars is definitely the, the key to that um, connection. Sure. And uh, occasionally the clean vocals that Dave, do, uh, Dave does is, is very much of Burton, but uh, we don't really, we've, we, we decided to, you know, go, um, we grew up with a lot of different bands, Fear Factory included, you know, that you can't get away from the fact that they've influenced you. Sure. Um, but you know, we when I write a song, I don't. I usually don't listen to any um, any metal for like a few months before I start writing because I don't want to get into like this. Oh, I like that song. I want to write something like that. I just kind of throw down um, what's what I'm feeling at that certain time and and what what kind of mood I'm in that day and that week and that month and uh, and just try to put it down without being too affected but um, you know there's the the orchestra was a big jump for us because we wanted to the the message that we've we're trying to portray with the lyrics and stuff are the the orchestra really presses that kind of emotional connection and that that's uh, overpowering nature that we we've been wanting to have uh since we started but now we finally got the tools to do it and yeah. the experience so well it definitely works i mean it, what i what i what really strikes me about it is you know that it, it really gives an organic vibe to what would you know what, what would is more like a mechanical um you know that kind of machine gun riffing with the sure you know with the guitar so that 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 interplay that clash of the of the organic and the synthetic Exactly. That's exactly what I was going to say. It's it's we didn't want to be uh, too quote unquote mechanical with or digital, so to speak. That that we've already got kind of that feeling of like a well-oiled machine between the actual instruments and the musicians, and then having that um, that fine medium of having kind of the best of both worlds with because um, you can't get any more organic than a full orchestra and choir. It's just not that is the the essence of of like a natural sound so it's kind of that with you know going after um big like hollywood uh quote-unquote like uh scores 
you know, everyone knows that a, a movie is not a movie without a really good s score to it. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, a, it's finding that balance. But we, <laughs> after learning how to uh, properly score orchestra and all that, so we, we decided to go over the top with it with our last single. And hopefully we can go even more in the, in the future. And that's going to be interesting to see how that works. So when you said learning how to score, is that just a matter of mastering the software, or I mean, it's both. I mean, it's it, you really learn a uh, you get an appreciation for people that one guy that can write every instrument in an orchestra and have it work together is just it's crazy. It's it's very it's difficult. It's because when you work on one pattern for say a, a violin section, you have to as you're writing it, you have to think also how um, all the other instruments are going to work with it and you can get really mixed up and really confused i'm not i'm not a music major uh, i'm an audio major but i'm not a i i i'm not uh i couldn't write you uh, uh I, I couldn't actually write you a whole orchestra for uh um on paper uh but it, it's 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 you know it's something new to us and we're we just kind of go as uh, what what feels right to us instead of what's proper and what's uh, uh, music theory, so to speak, is good to have. But um, I also kind of feel that it, it sometimes limits you if you take it too seriously. And sure. there's some purists that will uh, be against that, but I don't properly care. Well, you know, that yeah. makes it a little more visceral, too, you know. Right. Yeah, I, I don't. Uh, I'm not translates. music. Oh, go ahead. I was just saying, you know, that makes it a little more visceral. That, that definitely comes across in the music. Yeah, I don't, I don't prop, I don't like rules on a lot of things. So I, it's it's good to yeah. it's good to know your. I, it's good to know how things work, but don't not getting you know um, into the hipster mentality of uh, what's right and wrong in terms of music and what's uh, proper and so uh, so to speak. So it's sure, sure. it's just what we do, and we the in Andromeda actually we we scored the orchestra before we even wrote the song which was a whole different animal than what we've done before, which is, I don't know if we're going to do that again. Because it, it was, it was usually you write the, the basic, you know, guitars, drums, vocals, all that stuff, and then you add all the, everything else. But before, in Andromeda, we wrote the whole orchestra before we even had an idea of the song, and it seemed to turn out really well. Wow. So That's what I was kind of wondering, because you guys released the orchestral version well in advance of the full song, didn't mm -hmm. you? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how it happened. Uh usually I blank out for a few months when I write, so I couldn't <laughs> give you a, a a proper explanation of how and why, but uh the um it it worked out really well and we I think we might it all depends. It's all dependent on uh what we write at the at a specific time. So, yeah. we'll see. The um speaking of the sampling software, that was one of the questions that we got from one of our uh, friends on Facebook was you know, they were they asked us if we could find out what kind of sampling software and hardware and stuff they, that these guys use. So I don't know. Can you do you mind talking more specifically about what? Sure. Actually? Yeah. Um, the um, we uh, the the basic uh, stuff that we use is actually from East West. Um, the we have uh, the Symphonic Orchestra Gold version, and we use uh, OmniSphere, which is a whole different uh, software. We've used um, uh, we've used the symphonic choirs from East West. We've used um, the East West uh, the female vocals that you hear in and out of the album of Conqueror. 
is actually from a program called uh, Voices of Passion from uh, Quantum Leap, which is uh, fantastic software. Wow. We, we used probably um, six or seven different software elements for making that whole sound, and we just run it through either Cubase or Pro Tools. And some of the sessions, because Pro Tools LE, I don't run HD, it's way too expensive and not worth it, but... Uh, um, you know, there's some sessions uh, or some songs uh, that have five to six Pro Tool sessions. I think "Pray to the Winds," the first actual, uh, the second track on Conquer had uh, like 180 tracks to it. Holy crap! And, yeah, it's <laughs> wow. It's and you have to mix efficient efficiently wise. You have to mix between sessions, which is kind of a pain in the ass. But you know, you work with the tools that you have. You know. Yeah. Uh, wow, that that yeah, that's kind of mind blowing when you mention that. <laughs> um, the other, one of the other questions we got, uh, and you know, excuse me for not kind of knowing more about this on my on my own, but like, do you guys have any touring plans? Is there any? Um, do you guys get on the road much? We've never gone on a tour um, ever, and uh, the unfortunate thing is, I mean, to be to be upfront about it is, you know anyone that's in a band understands the difficulty of not only finding musicians that can play the style, but also musicians that work well within the band and find that just diminishes the percentage of your uh, success rate sure. drastically with you. And we, Dave and I get along really well. Um, Gavin, uh, Dave, Gavin, our, uh, the drummer on Conqueror um, had to take a leave uh, due to work. And um, we finally, we've got a bassist right now, uh, Steve Amarantos. Um, he's also in a Chicago band called Apocrypha. He, uh, he's helping us out, and um, he's fantastic. Right now, we're, uh, Gavin is, there's a prospect of Gavin returning right now, and we're, we're actually looking at just doing some shows in Chicago. Um, I wish we could do tours. It, it's funny, on, on our Facebook page, 90% of our fans are from like Europe and across the sea and everyone wants us to come out to Europe and I'm like man yeah plane ticket, money. Alone, plane ticket alone is going to put me in debt like guys really yeah. we're we're just a bunch of assholes playing on a computer <laughs> and want us to go tour Europe um but we're, we you know we'll, we we usually take it 6 months at a time right now we want to uh be able to just play the Midwest and uh kind of get our foot back in the in the door and see how that goes, you know, cause we don't, we don't have any label support. So there's no way uh, if we're going to be responsible to fund a European tour by ourselves, it's just sure. unrealistic. And, and even, uh, even in this economy and, um, doing a full scale U S tour would be very risky, you know? So we're really just trying to make as much music as we can, um, in the time being, you know, if we can't tour, we're going to give people music, um, and because everyone knows what happens when a band sits idle, um, it, it usually ends in uh, that band disappearing. I see it all the time. So sure. we're we're just keeping busy. Well, if you're ever um, you know going to try to go through Colorado, hit us up because we can help you out. Probably with for you know sure. Denver, Colorado Springs shows for sure. That would be awesome. Yep. That'd be very good. I will uh, keep that in mind. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. Well, um, th there's another question that we've been trying to sort of ask, uh, you know, bands when we interview, and um, so far it's it's worked out pretty well. There was one time we asked uh, I, I, we asked the drummer from Amon Amarthus, and I think it 
was a total train wreck because I, I I don't know if he understood <laughs> exactly what I was asking, but you're still pissed that you asked him about the Thor movie. Uh, yeah, that must have been it. I, but, uh, I like complicated questions. So <laughs> um, it's basically just kind of the, uh, you know, trying to get, I guess, an idea of your musical taste. The, the, really, the question is if if you could sort of imagine like the ultimate band of four or five members, uh, living or dead, mm. who would they be? Oh man. Um. While you're thinking about that, I'll just mention yeah. that what I. Just to make sure we're on the same page, I think the why why train wrecked with um with Frederick from Amon Earth. I think, I think he got the impression I was basically asking him, who would you like to be in a band with? <laughs> like basically, oh. like who of your current band lineup you know sucks <laughs> and would you like to replace? <laughs> that was not the question, you know. So anyway, yeah, it's just kind of <laughs> like good. you know, kind of fictitious, you know. If you no. could just you know, Poor damn sweet entire day. <laughs> Um, no, the uh, I honestly I couldn't tell you right now because it's um, it would be there's a lot of great musicians that are very good at their um, that I like certain elements of what they do, but if I put them together, I don't think it would work. Oh, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, well, speaking uh, of that, I mean, just since you're talking about you know you mentioned a couple times that you don't typically listen to too much metal, what you know. Is, do you care to share any kind of guilty pleasures or other kinds of music that you? The the okay, I'll just say this up front: the best metal album I've ever heard, and I I still can't top it. Is is actually Dimmy Borgir's Puritanical? Oh um, sure. Oh yeah. It's, it's yeah. Just, oh yeah. Uh, I can agree. <laughs> it's just the it's everything about it is the best, and it's um that was their peak. That was definitely their best. That uh, was like my intro to like. Like the really orchestral metal, like that was right. My, yeah, absolutely. That's, that's where I really yeah. first heard that element really, you know, being brought to the forefront, and I, yeah. I was just blown away. I Same with that, and uh, that, and yeah. unfortunately, Cradle of Filth. Back in the day, it's that those two albums were kind of the the first ones that I heard with actual orchestra, and I was like, oh wow, that's really awesome. Which Cradle? Um, I'm sorry. Which Cradle? Of uh, when was it? Um, I think it was. I think it was. Cruelty and the Beast. Yeah, definitely. Like that. Yeah, that's my I favorite. Can see that. That's my favorite out of their whole fucking catalog. I think it's that. What, God, what's the one? What was? Is it? Is it V Empire or Vampire or whatever? That that album was great too, or that EP. Um, uh, yeah, that's a good one too. Definitely. That's uh, those two. A friend of my cousin's brought it up to me, and he's like, "Here, you need to download." I think this is when. Napster was still big, and he's like, "Listen to these two things," and it was Demio and Cradle. I'm like, "Okay, that's that's very." That was the first introduction to that stuff, so I would say. Uh, but yeah, if I had to, if, now that I think about it, if if I had four to five members, it would be, um, it would be Nick Barker, nice. with, uh, oh jeez, guitar players, I. I'm gonna have to get back to you. I'll I'll send you. <laughs> you got to work because <laughs> I I could I could really mess this up at, in retrospect. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, no, uh, sure, take your time. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's there's uh, Barker could probably play anything, which would be good, but I I don't know. It's I'm gonna have to pass on that before I make an ass out of myself. <laughs> <laughs> no, no worries. <laughs>
Jer- Jared will follow up with you in a week. <laughs> Please do that. <laughs> Along with your, you know, your top six celebrities you're allowed to sleep with. <laughs> oh yeah, right. Uh, I. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, yeah. Uh, no, we don't have to like, go. That, that one's easy. No. <laughs> I, Karen Knightley's one of them. Sorry. Oh, Especially fine. in King Arthur. Fuck. Okay. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> it's the war paint. <laughs> it's the bow and arrow. What are you talking about? <laughs> yep. That's exactly it. <laughs> cool. Um, Jim? Um, you know, I'm sure something else is going to come up, but. Uh, Thanks a lot for taking the time. You know, our kind of format is the, the we'll we'll include this interview in our episode, which should be posted tonight or tomorrow night, and then in a week we'll just we'll post just the interview. Um, cool. But yeah, this has been really cool, and like I said, there a couple of our friends are just humongous fans. So um, if you do have any touring, uh, you know, plans pan out, uh, please hit us up because we could uh, most definitely hook you up with something in Colorado area. Yeah, that would be fantastic. And that would be um, great. Yeah, we'll be looking forward to the sequel. Yeah, and, I'll uh, keep you. I'll keep you guys updated, and hopefully, we can do this again sometime soon. Nice. Yes, definitely. Would it be all right if we close the show with Andromeda? Oh, please do. Nice. Please we will do that. Do. I love right. that song. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, guys. It's fucking badass. Right on. Yeah, thanks a lot, Joe, man. All right, guys, keep in touch. All right. All right, we'll good. do. We'll let you know what it's up. All right. Thank you. Thanks, man. Okay, we're gonna try to hook up with Patrick, that uh, one of the co-creators of the Map of Metal. Website real quick, Patrick. Oh, hey, hey, sweet. Yeah, yeah. This is Daigle and uh, and Jared and Cody are here too. What's up, man? Uh, hey guys, what's going on, Patrick? Yeah, not much. <laughs> thanks, uh, thanks so much for taking time out of your out of your day to talk to us. Um, no, that's cool. Can we start here with um, just at the beginning, like where did you get the idea for the Map of Metal website, kind of? you know what process did you go through for putting it together and and all that sort um i don't know really where i first got the idea from i just kind of just i think i saw like a few people doing like genre maps and stuff at some point um but they were kind of fairly simple or you know they didn't have a lot to them and then um I don't know, I just approached Nick about it, who's a friend of mine, and just said, like, you know, I have this idea for this project, and, you know, do you want to help out with it? And, yeah, it kind of just grew from there. The, fir- the first few versions were, like, really crude. They were just sort of, like, dots with lines attached and stuff. So it was sort of just initial sketches. And then, um, yeah, over the time, I just, with different revisions, added more graphics to it, made it more interesting, kind of refined it a bit. But... How did um talk, can you talk about those graphics a little bit? Because you know it's it's really cool. The more you kind of scroll around it, there's like the iPod kind of sitting there and the stitched um you know fabrics and stuff. What 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 are those? Is that just kind of Photoshop magic, or did you guys actually take well, pictures? Yeah, of things? yeah. What happened was I did this like because originally I was gonna do it like a old map, you know, like uh I don't know, like a pirates map or something like that. Okay. Um, so I've actually got a version that's like that, and um. The problem is when you zoom zoomed in on it, it was there was nothing to look at. It was just kind of just lines and things attached, so it didn't have any any sort of visual interest. So yeah, I just had the idea of making it into fabric. I don't really know where that came from, but um, yeah, I just threw like a bunch of like jeans and stuff in the scanner, and uh, cool. yeah, put it together in Photoshop. But yeah, the file was like 
I don't know, it was like over a gig or something. It was like absolutely massive. Kept crashing Photoshop and Wow. So yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I got like twelve gig of RAM now on my computer, so it kinda handles it. <laughs> wow, yeah, I would think. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but yeah, for a while that was just like crashing every few minutes. It was <laughs> it's kind of annoying. So how long did it take to kind of once you had that the current version uh, at least thought up? Um, how long did it take to put it all together? I think start to finish it was like a month. The wow. whole thing, like the, the first revision. Um, the graphics only probably took really a couple of nights, like to get it all together. Like just the first the first version, and then it's kind of changed heaps over like since then. I think the file's got like 350 layers or something, so it's kind of... Wow. <laughs> it's a bit crazy. Yeah. But it's partly just because I just keep adding layers and not actually fixing it up, <laughs> deleting stuff. Oh, gosh. But, um, <laughs> yeah. Cool. Um, and then, so like as far as the the definitions and stuff of all the... You know, I, I probably could have done a count myself. Do you know off the top of your head how many total... Including all of the um, the subgenres and all those the smaller things. Do you know how uh, many total? You yeah. Um, actually, I can just hang on. Probably get that info. Basically, it's all just in like one XML file now, so it's just read into the site. Um, I think tracks. I've got a track listing. I think there's like eight or eight hundred tracks, maybe or nine hundred tracks. So oh, wow. it's quite a lot. The genres. Hang on, I've got it here. Seventy-one. Nice, seventy-one genres. So there's still a lot more we could add. Like I, I get heaps of emails from people just with heaps of suggestions, and which is really cool. Like I've had people from like Colombia and like Peru and Brazil and like the Middle East and just like all, you know Japan, like all sorts of places, like with different suggestions. And I think it's interesting the way that see uh like say people from europe will see things differently to people from i probably i probably have more of a maybe american perspective i guess on it even though i'm from australia so i think people from europe have had like a very different perspective on the way things have progressed so that was kind of interesting and people have sent me emails about that yeah that but, yeah, and the, the thing really caught fire quick. I mean, as far as I could tell, um, you know, I think I saw one person share it on Facebook, and the next thing I know, you know, it's just uh, everybody is just like, oh, you got to check this website out and stuff. <laughs> have you have oh, you noticed cool. have you noticed um, any particular uh, sort of avenue that gets more, I guess, draws more uh, visitors more than others? Is, is does it seem like Facebook is is? Uh, yeah, Facebook. I reckon Facebook and Twitter. Yeah. Um, like I didn't even post on Facebook or Twitter at all myself, but wow. Like and initially, I just I don't know. I just kind of did it because I just wanted to do it, and I just like shared it among friends. So, you know, I didn't really expect much out of it, and um, yeah. And then I think like I got like after maybe a week or so, there was like maybe five hundred hits or something, and then um. All of a sudden, someone like posted on Twitter, and then like, I think Roadrunner Records posted on theirs, and then like, just all these sites started posting it, and I don't know, it just kind of became a bit viral, and then yeah, all of a sudden there was like, I don't know, like, there's been like millions of hits, I think now, so nice, pretty crazy. 
I think I think uh, someone flatlined in, in the background there. I was going to say, you're in the ER or what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was just a fax machine. <laughs> okay. That's pretty annoying. I heard some animals like in the background. I was like, should you be working on someone's hamster right now? Or? <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> this is the part of the job I hate. <laughs> 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 Sorry. <laughs> anyway. know about the Simpsons references. Today. <laughs> um, well, so let's see. Um, how do do you? Because the obviously there's quite a bit of like coding work and stuff that's gone into this. Is that something in your background that you had a lot of experience with prior to to working on the site? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I did web development as a profession. That's not okay. my job. <laughs> okay. So. This was just like a side project um, that I did last year, basically, for fun. So, yeah, yeah I mean, from from that perspective, it was pretty straightforward. Um, and like you said, you know, the um, the visual element is something that really wasn't there, you know, until you, until you came up with the idea. Uh, so obviously, you've got you know you you've got that kind of creative thing going on. Do you have anything else? kind of on on deck that you're thinking of working on next i'm like i'm just really anxious to see uh, like yeah, what yeah. else you know no, like um, well i mean obviously i want to progress the site a bit further um i've got some ideas i probably i won't go into it but yeah there's some things i want to do with it um other projects so yeah i've got i've got a lot of projects <laughs> like you know just that i've been working on for a while um a lot of music related stuff so yeah We've got hopefully I think maybe five about five side projects this year that I wanna launch. I don't know if I'll get all of them done, but I'll see how I go. <laughs> but yeah, this site's been pretty inspiring for me, just like the success of it. Yeah. Um kinda of made me want to get more stuff done. <laughs> cool. So well keep us good. um yeah, keep us posted, man, because I would love to see whatever comes out next. Yeah, well I got a lot of friends as well that are like developers and designers and stuff and and yeah they're like heaps inspired to do things for themselves and stuff now so it's been it's been pretty positive in that sense yeah well i mean i i, I don't know if i'd consider myself your friend since we just met but you certainly inspired us to to do our little genre thing that we put on our site um that uh, jared had put together sort of a, a oh yeah a, i didn't actually did you send me the link i didn't get a chance to have a look at that i thought i did i'll, I'll send it to you again um it's it's nowhere near as like <laughs> interactive or um, you know visually stunning as your your site, but the the thing that we were kind of going for and in the moment that that I knew I had to do something with this is Jared sent me a spreadsheet and it had you know like um, twenty rows of of genres basically and then forty plus columns of just different characteristics and just you know X's for which genres had which characteristics and I was like this. Well, and he had the idea too. He was just like, we need to put this on the site. And that's kind of where we got the idea. So ours is, you know, again, not maybe not visually as <laughs> as cool, but the idea is just basically check boxes, you know, and you click, you select different characteristics and it'll show you what genres, you know, those characteristics fall into. So, um, ah, that sounds cool. Yeah. 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 And, and like, well, like I said, it was, it was a huge inspiration when we saw yours because like, you know, this kind of stuff is like interesting to people. In fact, we, on previous episodes, we've talked solely you know about genres and subgenres in metal and um actually that was another question i wanted to ask you uh because when we when we talked about that we got some interesting points of views but um you know what i don't know, do you have any do you have any um thoughts about 
why maybe why there's so many subgenres like if if it's really worth it to narrow things down into you know so many separate classifications well i think uh well you have to be careful not to take it overly seriously i think in some ways like i think um well with mouth metal i um i wanted to think of it a bit like the way i wanted it to be a bit historical too like the way it kind of progressed from a lot of the early rock and then you know through to the modern stuff so i, I kind of wanted to tell that story as well the the progression of like how the music has changed over time so and i also wanted to present genres that were um real world genres like um that people use i guess like um i don't know what you'd call it maybe like uh like the straight language you know <laughs> i don't know like it's i guess just what people really call it and um rather than say um using uh some sort of abstract categorizations because you could easily break music the music into like made up genres and yeah it would probably be technically more correct i I guess if you if someone said to you oh uh we're doing like a library and we want you to like categorize all this music you know you you might use a different approach you might actually maybe have all those like progressive genres and all kinds of stuff but that didn't really interest me i wanted to do things that people actually called them yeah um ones that i've heard so if people say oh i wonder what that's like you know and then you can look on it and it would actually be there and then you could type it in i know like search and it would actually something would come up for it um speaking of made up genres there's there's different ways i guess you can think about it and it's like i was saying with the europe thing you know they've got a different way of looking at it too and i guess depends how things have progressed and you know yeah so um speaking of made up genres uh is crabcore something that you hear down in Australia? <laughs> Not really. What's I haven't heard of that. One, that. <laughs> well, that's something that like it just kind of started. In fact, uh, Jared, you need to correct me if I'm wrong, but I, it was it lamb goat or blabbermouth. It was metal sucks. Oh, it was metal sucks. It was a guy in metal sucks that sort of coined the term. He was he was basically trolling on an attack attack story and was like these guys the way they dance, you know, they ought to call them crabcore cuz the way they were like squatting <laughs> the way they were squatting their legs out, you know, and doing the bobbing up and down and with the, like, with the torso like rigid but right. just like bobbing the, with the knees, you know. Right. So then <laughs> so then like uh, somehow attack attack picked up on that and like started like identifying themselves as crabcore. So I don't know I don't know if they were just like trying to throw it back in this guy's face, or they were too stupid to figure out that he was making fun of them. I don't, I don't know. But yeah, and then and then it kind of you know picked up, and a lot of people were like, "Oh, this is my favorite crabcore band," or like, "I love crabcore." <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love crabcore. <laughs> so, so but anyway, um, the point is, thank you for not putting crabcore on your map <laughs> because. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but anyway, um, maybe in a future update. <laughs> so like. You know, the other thing that came up when we were talking about genres is that the sort of downside is that some people, and and you even mentioned it, you know, not to take it too seriously, but some people take it where it's uh, it's sort of an elitist thing, like you know, well, you know, I'm a deathcore person and I can't stand, you know, the the metalcore kids or whatever. And I, I don't yeah, know if yeah. that's so. Is that something that you kind of see down in Australia too? Is that people kind of yeah, there's there is a bit of that. I mean, um. I think I've had a lot of emails from people 
a bit like that. I mean, not too many, which is good, but yeah, people that get a bit kind of elitist about it all and like, oh, you shouldn't have this genre and stuff, and you know, this is metal and this isn't metal. So, but I don't really kind of think like that. So, yeah. What do you What do you yeah. think is? I mean, what do you think is the value in? I mean, because obviously you wouldn't have taken up this project. Obviously, you know, we wouldn't have started kind of building this thing. You know, because I'm. I'm a self-professed genre snob. You know, I see some value in in, in just kind of because it kind of helps keep everything straight in my head. You yeah. know, so I mean, what what do you, I guess it's kind of a two-pronged question would be what value do you see in it, and then what do you think are the drawbacks? Well, of, of the site, or, or just or the, of, just of that mentality of that of that, genre of that rigid genre classification because. Like, uh, one of our compatriots on another podcast, Matt, has really taken the stance that it's all metal, doesn't matter, you, you know, you're being you're being douchebaggy about it, you know, just, you yeah. know, <laughs> if you like it, like it, if you don't, let it go, you know, because he, he really kind of rails against people that kind of prejudge bands, you know, when, when they, if they're going to label themselves as like post-hardcore or something like that, you know, it might actually be good tunes, but you know, people are gonna, uh, you know, he, his argument is that people are going to be automatically turned off by the label instead of actually listening yep. to the music. So I just kind of wanted to get your kind of get your perspective on it, and you know, where where you see the value in it, and maybe where you see some drawbacks. Well, I think I think the thing is, I mean, I'm I'm not a you know a musician or anything, but I think a lot of the bands don't actually see themselves as a particular genre. I think. So, as particularly a lot of the older bands might might just consider themselves rock bands, maybe or you know hard rock bands or something. You know, like they they think of it more in broad terms. Maybe because they have like a whole whole number of different different influences. So yeah, I think it'd be interesting to talk to the bands themselves because I think some of them would would be happy to label themselves, but others might might not be interested in doing that. Um, yeah, it's it's hard to say because you're kind of making when you when you are calling a band a particular genre, you're kind of making general generalizations about their sound and like you know where they fit and their whole albums. Like some albums might change and the tracks change and you know I don't know. Yeah, yeah, because there's one that threw me a curveball. Was I think it was Dawn of Ashes. Like they were an industrial band, like an electro industrial band, and then all of a sudden they totally went the Demo Borgia route. So yeah, like, well, like, that, what the fuck that's do I one call of the things you guys? I to, <laughs> sorry, sorry, I cut you off there. No, no worries. Go ahead. Just one of the things I wanted to do with the site, like a few people suggested, oh, just the list the bands, you know, that are part of the genres. And I kind of didn't want to do that because I think there's a problem with that in that a lot of the bands have changed. And, yeah, exactly. You know, you kind of get to this point where you go, oh, this band from this period to this period, but then they were like this, you know, and then it just gets a bit too complicated. So right. that's why I put specific tracks yeah. that I felt fit the sounds, you know. Yeah, for sure. Good call. Good call on that. It's because uh, that, you know, the other, the other. I just wanted to sidestep that whole issue, basically. Yeah. The other advantage is obviously it keeps people on the site a little bit longer, you know, because they're like, oh, I'll just keep listening to this. This is awesome. <laughs> so, you know. Yeah, yeah it's kind of like a. Tra- a playlist kind of thing yeah <laughs> um can you talk a little bit more about like the research that you did like how did you i know you know you've got like several wikipedia you know sources tied tied there was it all wikipedia or did you look uh, elsewhere Do you, uh, have, you, you know, know that was more just um 
for the text sections. Like we didn't really want to write, se- you know, seventy-one descriptions. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> it would have just taken forever. Like I mean, yeah. the site took the track list alone took. Like when I said it took a month for the first like the first draft, um, most of that time was just track lists. Wow. And like you kind of think, oh, okay, I've got you know a huge. I've listened to all this stuff. You know, I kind of. You know, it's easy to go into it thinking, oh, yeah, kind of, this will be easy, you know. <laughs> There's only, like, 70 genres. I can fill it in pretty quickly. But just kind of going through every single track and then every single genre and trying to find the right tracks and then trying to find, you know, huge, in our case, YouTube videos for those tracks. And then, you know, because there was some stuff we had to leave out because we couldn't find sources for them. Yeah, it just it took a long time to do all of that. <laughs> yeah. But... What yeah. um, what, Sorry, what what are you saying? Oh, I was just gonna ask you what kind of what what genres do you feel do you f- kind of uh, more partial to? What do you you know when you listen to stuff? Um, before I started this, it was probably different, but like lately, I've been listening to a lot of um, like mixtapes and stuff. So I don't know if you've ever heard of it, but there's there's like a few sites that do a lot of like proto metal mixtapes, like lots of old stuff from like the 60s and 70s. Oh, um, wow. I've, I'm lately been finding that really interesting. Um, like there's this blog called the um, the Day After the Sabbath. I don't know if you've heard heard of it. Uh-uh. It's pretty cool. They've got like all these mixtapes of just yeah, really old stuff, really interesting stuff. Um, I've been listening to a lot of stuff from just that people have sent me. Um, like a guy, I got a in, really interesting email from a guy that was practically an essay about um, Middle Eastern, like Middle Eastern metal. Um, he had like all this like stuff from Iran and um, uh, what else? Do you, I think I've got it here actually. It's really cool. Yeah, like bands from Iran, um, Turkey, just like Morocco stuff like that. So I've been listening to a lot of that stuff, which has been kind of cool. Cool. Um, yeah, it was a really cool email, actually. I kind of almost wanted to just, like, copy the email and paste it somewhere. Cause <laughs> yeah. He'd put a lot of work into, like, biographies for all the bands and, like, all the problems they've overcome to, you know, be able to play metal and, yeah. Because, you know, in a lot of countries, it's not, I guess it's not, they don't have the freedom of expression, you know, that we have. So. Well, that's cool. We'll post it. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm just teasing you, but anyway, uh, well, well, cool, man. Um, Jared or Cody, do you guys have anything else for Patrick? I don't know. Can't think of anything. No, just keep up the good work, man. It's a fun site. Just to, you know, I could spend hours in that fucking thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Oh, yeah, and, cool. and thanks, guys. Yeah, for sure, and keep us posted on whatever comes up next. So. Yeah, I'll probably have a. It probably be a little bit of time before I get some more things launched, but. You know, you know how it, it take. It's like the eighty twenty thing. You know, you get like to eighty percent, and then the last twenty percent takes forever, uh-huh. like fixing all the bugs and stuff. So, yep, I know that well. <laughs> I'm sh- I'm sure you found that with your project. So, <laughs> yep, <laughs> just trying to get on iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, the, yeah, we had a well, Jared, you shouldn't have brought that up. How dare you? <laughs> well, anyway, um. <laughs> Well, cool. Um, yeah, I, you know, I, I know you uh, took time out of your day to, to talk to us, so I really appreciate that, Patrick. And um, we'll we'll be in touch, and maybe we'll we'll do this again when the next thing rolls out. 
All right, cool. Well, yeah, send me the link to the thing, oh yeah, kind of interesting thing. For sure, yeah, we'll send it. Out, um, you know, don't expect uh, great things, but uh, <laughs> we'd be we'd appreciate know, if you at least took a. <laughs> it's in development, but you know. Yeah, there is a there uh, is a link there that you know I probably need to like highlight it a little bit more, put it a couple more places where it's like because we we kind of wanted to do sort of a similar thing that you did where you know we're we want to elicit feedback you know we don't we don't want to profess that we're uh experts on on all of this you know so if if people feel like they're missing something we wanted them to you know yeah, yeah. get us get get that feedback back to us and um it's it's you know it's been up for a couple of weeks now and so far nada so i don't know if that means people uh, really? think we're <laughs> people we're just, just well, I, mean, full of shit. <laughs> I found that with my site like um the, the you know if you see it now there's there's a lot of stuff on there and a lot of new genres but if you saw the first version it was like fairly different and it's just because of all the feedback from people that I've been able to improve it and improve the track listings and you know yeah so yeah I think the f you you can't know everything like you can't have listened to every genre and you know sure it's just it's not I don't even think it's even possible so yeah absolutely it's just too too much music out there. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I think everything is I just I wanna be able to it's not a bad problem, but <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I just kinda wanna be able to drill it down to even like because you know where I was going at it was you know, because I did a lot of uh qualitative analysis when I was uh in school and so that's where I was really kind of fleshing out the uh just the thematic elements that that kept popping up. You know, and, but <clears throat> you know, I really wanted to get into like the but I'm not like you said, you know, you're not a musician, I'm not a musician either, you know, so but I Really want to get down to like instrumentation, tuning, picking techniques, you know, the, that kind of stuff that tends to show up more often in certain you know genres versus others. So, mm, sounds really interesting. Yeah, yeah. I have no idea where to begin with that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I that's the that's the problem. I'm, I'm I'm in a band. I should know that, but I I'm, I'm busy. I'm busy building it, Jared. I can't help you with the other crap. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Yeah, I have to talk to some musicians, I think. <laughs> yeah. Figure all that out. I was just yeah. going like, to play their CD for Sounds them when we interview them. What are you doing here? What do you call this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is that right there? It's it's true, though. You can't often hear it, but knowing what to call it is another thing, I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's, and that's, that's, I think that's where these tools are, are helpful because there's a lot of stuff that, you know, for the longest time, you you know, you're not able to put your finger on it. You know, it's like, what the hell do I call this? Like I said, I mean, I I try to try to keep that stuff straight in my head, and you know, for the longest time, I didn't know what to call gent. You know, no one had actually put a label to that for the longest time. So, you know, bands like you know Vale of Maya and After the Burial and stuff, I just kind of lumped them in under Tech Death because I didn't know where else to put them. Hmm. You know, then. When uh, Gent kind of nudged its way into the lexicon, and it was like, "Oh, okay, I have a word for that now." Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my yeah. mind is still in the '80s, and you know, all that stuff's new to me. So. Yeah. Mind is still in the that's '80s. You were like six in the '80s. <laughs> well, that's where his mind is. He's clearly a six-year-old. Dude, it's all good, Cody. I'm a six-year-old. I'm well. I, I consider myself thirteen. That's like. <laughs> Kind of it's like I'm all stuck. we had back then was like thrash and death metal, you know, and <laughs> that's the only two genres you ever heard of. Yeah. yeah. Cool. All right. Well, um, yeah, I'll I'll email you the link to the genre thing, and um, yeah, we'll be in touch. All right. Cool. All right. Thanks, Patrick. Right, man. Thanks, man. I am. Okay, so we're gonna try something new since 
my idea from last episode was a tremendous failure about trying to guess what was going to come on <laughs> Earbits <Ever> Radio. failed. <laughs> yeah. There's the tie-in, Cody. Thanks. So <laughs> this time we're going to try... Um, we're just going to put Jared's iPod... Jared, can you give us the stats on your iPod? Do you know them off the, off the top of your head? No, but I can look at the bottom of your thing here. Oh, yeah. Okay. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, currently, <clears throat> twenty nine thousand nine hundred seventy eight songs, eighty five point one days, and one hundred thirty one point one seven gigs of music. So there you go. Congratulations. All <laughs> right. So what we're gonna try is we're just gonna shuffle this thing and hope that it lands on Kelly Clarkson or something awesome <laughs> like that. But uh, we're just gonna see what happens here. Do I have to guess? Is this the guessing game again? I thought you guys said the guessing thing was awful. <laughs> well, it was when we didn't know what the fuck. Well, I guess right now now you have some sort of reference, so. I know. No, let's try that. Okay, go ahead, Jerry. What what do you guess? What do you what do you take a guess? What do you think is going to show up? Oh. No, that's not what I meant. Oh, okay. Well, I meant like the song comes on and then oh, I have and to then like, you, say oh, what okay. it is. I have Sorry. to identify it. That's okay. Okay. We should have planned better on this, huh? There you go. Okay, well, let's just go. Then I won't look either. We'll all, we'll all play along. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, the tables are turned. I'm running the show now. Right, no. <laughs> yeah, that's fine too. Because I never got to play. <laughs> All right. Here we Is it all shall perish? Nope. What do you think, Cody? Uh, I'm I'm stumped. Man, you were just like you and I were just talking about these guys like two weeks ago. That was Hour of Penance. That was the woeful Euch Eucharisty from their latest release, Paradigma. That was pretty cool. Really? And no, I should have known that. You I should have known that. I was now. like, our penance. Cody's going to get this one. But <laughs> 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 All right. <clears throat> I haven't listened to them in a while, so. Well, let's try this again. Yeah, let's, let's try this again. Here. All right. You're not going to get this. Oh, Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the uh, the Paradise Laws version of E.T. by Katy Perry. <laughs> Not really. I would love that. <laughs> <laughs> it was Winter Solstice by November's Doom, which, by the way, their last one just came out. Ephotic is really good. Is you it? heard that? Yeah, it's uh, a little faster paced. They're they're more of a doom metal band, but it's a little faster paced than some of their older stuff. So uh, I like it. I liked it a lot. Some female vocals in there, which I haven't heard them do, heard them do before. So, huh? Cool. Let's try this again. Ooh, we're stuck on the doom metal. I don't want to do that. There we go. It's uh, a minute-long piano track. We're gonna skip that.
Well, my first thought was, I didn't know you were into stoner metal, but I don't know, <laughs> this, this is stoner metal? Okay. I was waiting for some vocals. But. Yeah, I, I think that might be all instrumental. That was uh, Primordial Domination by Incantation. Oh, I was going to say it sounded a little familiar. That's strike two for you tonight, Cody, you God fucktard. damn it. <laughs> no, this is my turn. Give me that fucking no, mouse, hit, Jared. I want you to hit yourself right now. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Jared's got to guess one of these. Give me a thousand Hail Marys. This, right. this, this probably makes more sense since it's his iPod. <laughs> this is just higher potential for embarrassment. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I mean, my come music. On. Almost, I don't even know what the fuck it is. Almost thirty thousand songs. I mean, <laughs> oh yeah, when you got like three thousand CDs, it is hard to remember just one band. You know. Yeah. yeah. I I wasn't kidding when I said I uh, hope that Kelly Clark. I'm really hoping that Kelly Clarkson <laughs> or something comes up here. <laughs> All right. Anyway, here we go. Oh, you supposed to just hit play. <laughs> this is. Fatherland by Decrypts. <laughs> nice. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Pretty good within a couple of seconds. Wait, you know, keep, keep that one going though. It's a good tune. Is it? Okay. These guys are supposed to be playing with Frontline Assembly tomorrow night and they couldn't get in because of their fucking visas. Oh shit. I really, I used to love these guys in college. I was so pissed when, they, when I found out they couldn't make it in. Huh. webcam I love, a. I love jared's air guitar <laughs> we, need get that, we need to catch that shit on i video. did the air drum and then the air guitar yeah you did yeah work that into your video reviews it was like the obligatory phil collins in the air tonight air drum <laughs> yeah. that i was ad-libbing there nice but i didn't punch daigle you got close i got close you know, I don't know why I thought that like we couldn't both play this game or all three of us. I mean, because I just I can just click without looking at this. So let's try this Uno Mas, <laughs> and we'll all play this. And Sweet. whoever um, whoever gets it right 
wins absolutely nothing. Okay, ready? Fucking A. Okay. not pig destroyer is it i'm gonna say nasum what about you cody it's probably not who i think it is but who do you yeah, think it is i'm not even gonna say it <laughs> no say it say it cody say it <laughs> there's so many bands that sound like that it's i know just, uh, <laughs> just say one. out there we're all gonna look like we're all gonna look like shit so it sounds kind of napalm deathish <laughs> abacab uh, no it's not it was maruda <laughs> Oh fuck me! Where? Why? Apparently, I don't know what I'm doing here. Yeah. Yeah, it was Maruda. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> that was a grindcore band, so we were all kind of in the right. Yeah. Kind of in the right ballpark, but. I stopped. I was gonna say it even kind of sounded like Brujeria minus you know the whole Mexican theme. <laughs> yeah, I, you know I almost said Napalm Death, but I'm like that doesn't really sound like Barney's voice. That's why I kind of I was I was, I was I yeah it almost sounded like Nasum. Like, not as frenetic on the drums, but, yeah. Let's do one more. Yeah, I'll say, this, this is, is fun. fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm down. All right. Okay. Um, let's go here. No idea. You guys? I was thinking maybe the banner, but I like the guitar tone. It, yeah. it sounds kind of familiar too, but yeah, I can't think of anything. 
When it was fast, I was going to say Pig Destroyer. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of grindy, which is why I'm kind of leaning towards the banner, but that, it's God, it's got that really... The guitar tone's like malevolent creation almost, but... It's oh. it's grindier. I spoiled myself. Did I you looked. already look? Yeah. Oh, rotten sound. God damn it. And it's old, right? Because <laughs> I, I heard the recent Ross. Nah, sound. this one was from 08. Yeah. Older, I mean, it yeah. wasn't the new. It wasn't the new rotten sound. Yeah. Well, f. I said grindier. I was in the ballpark. Yeah. Fuck. One more, you guys. <laughs> you down? Sure, why not? This is sure. fun. Okay, ready? Here comes the MJ. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I told you. I'm not lying. <laughs> okay, here we go. Did it hit play? Hold on, don't look. Yeah, hit play, fucker. I think this is gonna this be awesome. Like I already looked, but secret track. Yeah. Oh. Okay. What the Next. fuck is that, Jared? <laughs> I don't know what that is. All right, <laughs> moving on. Okay, here we go. Well, no, you, no, 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 was, no, 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 why would you? Why did you think it wasn't? What, well, what made you think the production, the the vocal production sounded? It almost sounded like, but Misfits wouldn't play that slow. So I don't know why I just like it was definitely Danzig's voice, but I was second yeah. guessing on the vocal production. Yeah. Cool. I'm down to keep. I mean, well, we don't have to keep doing <laughs> now, but I'm down to like continue this game in That's future episodes. Game. And and I'm not gonna lie because I want some Kelly Clarkson <laughs> to show up, so or something like not he's metal gonna, just yeah, to see. Yeah, he's gonna keep hoping for Kelly Clarkson. And something really lame is gonna pop up and just something not metal, just so we can see how diverse Jared's taste. Well, just guessing ballpark like percentage wise, not like rainbow diverse. <laughs> oh yeah, right. Clarify. <laughs> diverse is diverse is one of those words now that is sort of you can't use anymore. It's like partner. Like I can't say like Jared's my partner here. Like on the metal speak. Cody and Jared are my partners. <laughs> Can't really say that anymore. Anyway, um, 
No, just ballpark, Jared. What do you what What would you guess is the percentage here of metal to non metal stuff on your iPod? Uh, probably ninety ten. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. That's well, yeah. That's about mine too. I'd say probably more along the lines like seventy five twenty five though. Yeah. Well, maybe maybe eighty five fifty. Well, it's a lot of metal. It's a lot of metal. I mean, yeah. comparatively, yeah. just yeah. So this will definitely be worth it to keep playing until you come up with something that's not metal, just to, I don't know, whatever. Scar me for life. <laughs> cool. All right. Well, I think um, I think we're done. Let's see. Next episode, what's going to happen? I'm not sure, but um, I know in about two weeks, the Abysmal Dawn, Hate Eternal, Origin, Vital Remain show. That should be a good time. That is going to be yeah, a good time. Are. You'll have to tell me how that is because I'm going to catch that in Orlando too. So Nice. Like I've seen all these bands at different venues here in the Springs, but yeah, just having them all on one bill is like... Yeah. I'm going to have a very hard time keeping my face attached to my face. Yeah. I uh, The only thing that's going to ruin it is if Hate Eternal plays that fucking song with the <laughs> horrible intro. <laughs> then I'm out. No, not really. I won't leave, but I... You know, actually, that, that's the kind of thing that... I actually would want to see it live to see if I enjoyed it anymore. You know what I mean? If it's just listening to it. Well, okay, and that's that's assuming though, and it, it, maybe maybe seeing this will validate my theory. I don't think he could reproduce that riff. Well, that's the that was the thing because I thought you know what, this sounds so chaotic. It sounds like they were just like high and drunk or something, and they were just like, you know, here you go, left-handed guitar, you know upside down just go and then we'll just play we'll just build everything around it so let's find out i mean we'll, we'll find out when we go if they play yeah. it or not <laughs> anyway awesome. so that should be a good time so i don't you know uh unfortunately i don't think any of those bands work with like um ear split or any of the uh uh pr companies that we've got some contacts with so i don't know if we're gonna be able to get in you know interviews with any of those guys i think we'll try but who knows Anyway, so I guess look forward to us at least talking about that show, finding out if they're gonna if Hate Eternal plays that song, and uh, I'm sure we'll come up with something else in the next two weeks. So be looking forward to whatever that is. So we're gonna close here with Andromeda from Mechana, sweet stuff. Uh, thanks again for joining us, Jared and Cody. You guys are my favorite. <laughs> Favorites. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks. <laughs> you guys are my favorites. <laughs> You're my favorite too. <laughs> uh.
But then again, I've got my mind in like 50 different places right now. I'm trying to figure out what my future is going to be like, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry, I was just doing a James on that one. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, I'm like, Jared's going to give us something to like listen to real quick. <laughs> so we have like some reference that he's just like, I don't care. <laughs> oh, Yeah. I know I'm I know I'm 32, but I still just get like a really sick satisfaction from knowing that I'm irritating the people yeah. around me. Yeah, I like getting the looks from the homies when I'm driving through the hood past yeah. yeah. <laughs> And all they hear outside my truck is <laughs> uh.